0: Hi humans and welcome to healthier and happier with Hannah. This is Hannah and on today's episode we are confronting the malleability of the current reality between quotes. Over time I've come to understand what it means for reality to be subjective. I I understand now that experiences and personalities and values all affect the filter in which we see things that happen around us through and I intend to dive deeper into this specifically in its own episode, but for today's, I mean to address the greater reality, the reality of our individual lives as they are, and even the reality of the world, what we accept as the status quo. We don't have to accept that. We don't have to accept that this is just the way things are. We don't have to accept that as the reason for why things won't change or can't change, because I personally don't think it's true, I, it's just something that is said to pacify those of us who dare to dream of more. And we are witnessing the evidence of this, we are witnessing the possibilities, we're witnessing people all over the world resisting and standing up to this version of reality which belongs to a small, powerful percentage of the world. Yes, powerful, but small. Because this is the reality. We can choose to reject it. I genuinely believe that we can choose to change it. And if we can say no to such large-scale realities, then we can say no to our realities. Whatever it is they are, we can change our individual lives and also the context of these lives. And if you're listening to this sort of podcast, I'm sure you are familiar with ideas like manifestation, our thoughts becoming our reality, even... Like, the the more kind of woo-woo side of things, which have non-woo-woo roots and things that ground them, like psychology. But with that aside, that's not even what I'm talking about right now. Yes, it plays a role in it, but that's not what I mean. I mean, we can choose to become very intentional with our actions. We can choose to see things from a different light. We can choose to make decisions and, and... take actions that bring us closer to a reality that is better. And again that is subjective, but that is more aligned with what it is that we want to see in the world. And again, I do mean this on an individual scale, so how I live my life, how how my life becomes. I I'm aware and or I believe that we can change our individual lives or And and or (laughs) we can change the entire world. We can change things on a national scale. We can change things on a global scale. And this is not new information. We've all seen this happen, right? We we all know that a few like a few years ago, not a few, but you know quite a few years ago, women couldn't vote. We know women couldn't own their own things. We know women could and could not do certain things. We know that people of color. Yes, there is still, unfortunately, inequality that is more nuanced. But back in the day, it was a lot more screaming in your face inequality. And things did change. It's not perfect, but it changed. And I'm sure these people back then were told that these things were impossible to change. Right? So changing the world is possible or changing the the things around us is possible right we can choose to change the world's wealth distribution for example by adjusting how and where we spend our money we can choose to change our behaviors and habits for a better world in regard to the environment or to change what is normal in the workspace for the benefit and wellness of individual workers or to change what is considered normal in society regarding the health and wellness of the population this is this reality is not set in stone and These are not merely the musings of an idealist, although yes, I am very well aware of how they sound and I have been told many times what they sound like, but the point I'm trying to make is everything we've been told is quote-unquote idealistic is in fact very possible even if it will take time. So on a smaller individual scale, I don't believe we have to accept our current situations and if we choose to, we don't have to accept the negative lens we've been seeing them in we can maybe try to see the good in things and we can try to understand and and try to find the the evidence in the hindsight of previous things that we weren't so fond of but then we we look back and we see how things were actually for the better right but sometimes sometimes situations do really need to change sometimes it, it it's not about seeing things in a different lens sometimes things are just they need to change right so First, it's important to reiterate some points that I've made over the last three episodes, episodes 13, 14, and 15. I definitely give those a listen because they're very relevant to current events and they tie to this episode too. And a lot of the points in them overlap or more accurately accurately, directly link and flow. But the points I want to reiterate are one from episode 13, How important it is to be vigilant and aware of the world and what is happening in it and who benefits from it all and the role we play in it as individuals. Two, from episode 14, that we hold so much more power than we think we do, than we are told we do, than people in that smaller, powerful percentage want us to believe we do, especially that one of our powers is in numbers. And remember that we are stronger together and they, the smaller, powerful percentage, want to divide us. And remember that small changes matter and gather weight over time and repetition. They become more over time. So don't ever think that your small actions don't matter. Don't think that it has to always be all or nothing. None of that is true. And three from episode 15, that it's important for us to find the lessons in the hard times, like the importance of faith and the resilience in the face of the reality we live in and to believe that things can become better even if they're looking dire right now and that we need to be clear on what people in our lives believe in because the people we keep around will influence who we are and in the context of today's episode i want to point out that this includes influencing what it is we believe is and is not possible like how much we can change our realities individually or globally if you hang around people that keep telling you it's not possible it's not possible it's not possible then you will believe that and that will become your reality. If you hang around people who are as hopeful, who think bigger thoughts, who are more open-minded, who are able to come up with, with solutions and problem solve and all that, then you will feel more motivated within yourself, again, for on an individual and on a larger scale to actually make things happen and to make things change. And I would have liked to mention this in episode 15 as well, but I'll add it now instead because it's also relevant here, but sometimes the really difficult times are what show us what absolutely seriously needs change. It's like that saying that goes along the lines of things changing because the pain of staying the same becomes way greater than change. I I think that's that's also an invaluable lesson from difficult times, and it's important to remember that change is possible, again, on both a personal and global scale, but sometimes it takes that really, really, really difficult time or that really, really, really difficult situation or circumstance to be a catalyst for change, to really give that push for change. Now on a larger scale, either nationally or globally, whatever, small actions by individuals matter. And the more we all participate, the more we can bring about change because we don't have to accept that the current powers of the world will always be the powers of the world or that the leading institutions in this economy will always be the leading ones. We are seeing what boycotts can do in the face of large corporations and that it is absolutely possible to shift the landscape of the current global economy and global wealth. We don't have to accept that these top few companies hold all the money because we can choose to stop giving them our money. We can choose to invest in smaller businesses and local businesses, which a lot of people have been trying to convince us to do over time. We can change the distribution of wealth, even if a little bit. We can choose to change our consumer behaviors and also the habits that influence the environment and how much waste we produce. We can reduce the harm done to our planet and it all starts with us. Don't ever belittle how much our own individual efforts can do. And don't think that what you do does not matter because it does, right? Just because one person stops plastic doesn't mean that all plastic is going to stop, sure, fine. I get that, but if we all basically just decided that, oh, my input will not matter, then none of us will do anything, but the more of us do things, and the more of us are, are it's like, genuinely have faith in what it is we're doing, and the more that we inspire other people to to do, or the more people that we inspire to do the same, whether it's reducing their carbon footprint by, you know, becoming more responsible with the transportation choices they make if possible with the reduction of their plastic bags. Do you understand how easy it is just to carry around a reusable grocery bag in your car or in whatever if you just have it on you? The amount of plastic that an individual grocery trip takes is disgusting. Like with plastic bags, without plastic bags it's already disgusting, but with plastic bags and bagging your groceries in disposable bags is so unnecessary and unfortunately there are a lot of countries in the world that do not like i know that in europe and stuff when i was in the uk i'd always pay to get a plastic bag if i was like if i really really needed one and it was like a desperate moment but otherwise it's free which is so much worse like i cannot wait for countries like in the middle east to start charging for plastic bags because i think that's the only way you can stop people from abusing plastic bags so much at the grocery store but The amount of people that I come across that are, that are, that are, first of all, they make fun of me for the fact that I refuse to use plastic bags. Like I'm always like, no, no, I'm good. I have a bag. And people at grocery stores, like I have, I've had to fight about this because they just insist on giving me plastic bags. I'm like, I don't want them. And I genuinely believe that what I do makes a difference. I genuinely believe that. Could you imagine how much better our world would be, our environment would be if we all had that kind of conviction that our actions make a difference? that yes i as an individual would actually consume so much more plastic had i not switched to reusable bags and i always have reusable bags around me i refuse to go to the grocery store without them even at the the fruit and veg section i have a separate bag for that and i have them put the prices on the fabric outside for all the fruits and veg in that one bag And I just like tell them that the, or if it's like a a pack of bananas and that's all I'm buying, I have them stick it right on the bananas. I refuse to take a plastic bag. And imagine if we all just believed in our small actions like that, right? Could, Could you even imagine how much different our world would be, you know? And another thing is what is considered normal for workers, like their hours, their structure, and so on does not have to be the reality. And we've seen how much that shifted during COVID when the world had to change. So why not change more of it to make more sense and to stop overworking people and creating so much rigidity for them? This didn't happen overnight. This work culture did not just happen overnight. The overworking of people has had to be accepted over and over by so many people. And a lot of people accept working extra hours in addition, without extra pay. Like, it's bad enough that people are made to stay after hours and they get paid for it. But imagine a lot of people don't even get paid for it. And this is socially acceptable and and acceptable everywhere because, or most places, because so many people accepted it. So many individuals accepted it. Could you imagine if more individuals stood up for themselves and put their foot down and, and explained that actually, no, this is not okay. And you might think, well, they could just get fired or they could lose their job or whatever. But if more people had set boundaries like that and the more... Like, you you can do it in a way that w- would be smart. Like, I'm not saying that you need to flip the desk and tell them, screw all of you. I'm not working anymore. Like, you don't need to do that. But you can set boundaries. You can you can set boundaries in a different way. And if more people did it, is my point. I Like, maybe this is like the most quote-unquote idealistic one because you would you would hopefully like you would need a lot of people to stand up for themselves like that because if you're the only one then yeah I understand that it's like oh you're you'd be blamed for not being a team player or whatever or they'd you know that that's the kind of thing that they throw at you but if more people if a lot of people took stands like that if in that same way that that you know like you like union workers back in the day when they'd come together and refuse to to do shit. Imagine if people actually stuck stuck it out, you know, instead of caving in and 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 letting the the few powerful small percent dictate everything. I again, I'm fully aware of how "quote unquote idealistic this sounds, but it does not even have to be this drastic of a change immediately, but small changes can can happen and small changes over time can start to shift work culture maybe fewer people would be so miserable and you know like it's absolutely possible to educate more people in the world about boundaries in that way and to set up the the next generation again of course education unfortunately and i'm pretty sure i mentioned this in one of the previous episodes but most of the education system is designed to subdue workers or like result in or to god what's the word to put out disciplined workers that can be easily controlled and manipulated and whatnot but imagine if we educated our children at home you know besides school if we told them about all of this if we helped them set their own boundaries for at least the next generation if these generations are already doomed I just think it's all it's absolutely possible to educate more people in the world about living in a much more balanced way and even educating them about health and wellness to create a preventative culture and shift away from the currently dominating treatment culture, you know, by making healthier foods more readily available and affordable by improving what's available in our education systems in a way that is more accessible and actionable by changing our culture around sleep and so on. The people on top don't benefit from any of this because they're the ones who own the medicine factoring companies or whatever. And they're the ones who own own the health insurance companies and all of that, so the top percent does not benefit from that. it doesn't, and that's why they're always they're always making sure that people are unfortunately a little bit behind so that they can need the services that they control. But imagine if we became so aware of that, if we became quote unquote woke about it all, if we delivered or if we carried this message on to the next generation, to our kids. And we became aware of it now, how much of a change can happen over time. And I know some of you might be like, yeah, but like then it'll be too late for me. Don't be selfish, (laughs) don't be selfish. We can save the next generations at the very least, but it's not impossible to change things now while we are around. These things are changing. Things are changing in such a rapid pace. Can Can you fathom how much change has happened in the last few years? And then compare it to to decades before how slow things would take like the the turnover time period it takes to to get ideas and and change through in today's world is crazy. So again, does this all sound idealistic in our current world? Sure, perhaps, but Rome wasn't built in a day, and all that you know. And our current quote unquote normal wasn't built in a day either nothing is set in stone and change starts in small increments at first it starts with awareness and clarity and faith in a better alternative it starts with small actions it starts with individuals it starts with us with me with you and it grows so make better decisions for yourself and for the world remember what you believe in remember what you stand for and show up for the life and the world you wish to see realized. So, today's episode will end with a really short and simple affirmation. And it is, I am capable of change, including the change of my reality. I am capable of change, including the change of my Reality. Uh, today's episode is a little. Hmm. I don't know how to. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's a little bit in between. I I said that I would go back to regular episodes and, um, I could I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. That the world is waking up and I think it's important to take advantage of that. I think it's important to talk about these things and, um, it, I yes I didn't specifically mention Palestine this week but I do think that whether it has to do with Palestine or not even even if even when the Palestinian um, issue is resolved, hopefully inshallah and and they find peace and they find a better existence um, and they find freedom even then I really hope that people don't reverse back. I really hope that this wakefulness that we've all found does not get put back to sleep. I really hope that we carry on. I hope that we continue to boycott these same institutions and we continue to try to support our local businesses instead and our local economies. I hope that we continue to say no and say no thank you. Yeah, I I just really hope that we can we can find a way to evolve from the this current quote-unquote reality that we're in. Anyway, um, if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you left a rating and review and followed the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. For more wellness content, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, all under Hannah Mar'i. So that's H-A-N-A-M-A-R, the number three, and then an I. That's H-A-N-A-M-A-R-3-I. Anyway, I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, sending you lots of love and light.